Hello and welcome to our Echo Chicago podcast series. This week, we're picking up where we left off in January, sharing about our AHRQ Nursing Home Echo series. We wrapped up phase one of this project in mid-March and are so grateful to have worked together with Project Hope and IHI on this series. We are also so appreciative of all of the facilities that joined us along the way. This week, we'll be sharing stories and feedback from three of the teams that participated and are excited to begin today with the Lutheran Home Facility. We hope you enjoy this first conversation, which is part three of our AHRQ Nursing Home Echo podcast series. So my name is Mary Cush and I am a nurse. I work in clinical education, staff development, and I'm also the lead infection preventionist at Lutheran Home in Arlington Heights. We heard about the series through our DON. She had gotten communication about the opportunity and I believe she attended a preliminary session to kind of learn more about what was being offered. And she asked a few of us on the nursing team if we would be interested and, and we were because this pandemic has just really challenged us both as healthcare professionals, individuals, um, and team members. So we were looking for any opportunity we could to improve our practices and ensure that we were adhering to the guidelines as they were, as they were changing. That was probably one of the biggest attractions was just that opportunity to discuss with other people going through those same challenges, how best to meet them. And would you mind speaking a little bit to what those challenges have been? What has COVID-19 looked like from the perspective of your facility? So we are a pretty large community, but with COVID, with the onset of COVID, of course, we drastically reduced the admissions we were accepting on our rehab side. And this in turn changed the way that we were looking at uh, accepting long-term residents as well. So we had to you know, sort of invent from scratch all these processes on how to safely accept new individuals into our community, how safely to, to screen staff and outside vendors, how to, to deal with the challenge of maintaining connection for our residents with, with each other, with their families, with, with the staff. Um, and as anyone who has been either working in long-term care, living in long-term care, or as a family member who resides in a long-term care community knows it's been incredibly isolating. And the people who, who find themselves drawn to this industry really care about those connections and understand how, how those connections impact a person's overall health and well-being. So it was it was pretty exciting to get not just a, a healthcare perspective or a regulation perspective, but the fact that we took time to talk about feelings and how they matter and how to regulate our own and how to help our team regulate theirs and how to support the residents in their pursuit of, of balance and contentment and connection. Well, I'm glad to hear it was able to have that impact. And I'd love to know a little bit more about um, what the impact on your team has been after participating in this series? 
to be honest, a lot of the regulatory things, we were already on that page um, because we are very lucky to have a fairly robust team as well as um, we had some very strong corporate support from, from our clinical leadership team at that level to make sure that we were on the right page. Um, and we are, are lucky to have a real communicative team that asks questions when they come up and really works together to develop opportunities for change when we when we identify them. But what we what we gained from it was a little more confidence because we were reassured that the practices that we had in place were were the right ones. We had a chance to have a sounding board of experts that could really flush out any process issues we were experiencing. And we were able to then also hear feedback from all of the other communities throughout the state that were participating and hear what had worked for them and what hadn't worked for them. And we could kind of rely on each other, which isn't the norm, you know, um, as much as it could be. Yes, from home to home or community to community, depending on what your area is, perhaps you've got a relationship with a nearby community, but it was very nice to be able to hear such widely varied experiences and compare them against our own and see if there was anything that perhaps we could then turn around and, and do better. So it really helped us with our PDSA process. Are there any specific takeaways or that those PDSAs have led to? So one thing in particular that was a very valuable takeaway was when Dr. Olson was explaining the mechanism of the vaccine and discussed the research that had gone into the technology uh, as well as that actual COVID vaccine. And it helped to sort of um, clarify some of the talking points we used to communicate how the vaccinations worked with our staff. And it helped, helped us to identify that this format would be very useful to discussing the risk and the benefit of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine with staff who were reticent for one reason or another. And we ended up approaching our medical director who hosted a Zoom meeting where we had 65 people join and ask questions um, during the day. So that was really great. Awesome, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And. Um, I, I hope the vaccination process went smoothly for you all. We, we had a rate that was better than our flu vaccination, actually. Um, we were really, really happy with how it turned out. We ended up, I think, with 76% of staff accepting vaccine and 95% of our residents. So it put us in a very good position to be able to have those conversations in a way that people could understand and, and internalize. And what was it like to have multiple members of your team participating together? It was really nice because instead of one person relaying back to the group everything they had learned, we had a, a tight-knit group of people who could quickly bounce ideas off each other. We were aware of our current challenges in our community, so we could all have a different perception of the material that had pre been presented or the cases that other facilities shared and had a, each had a different little takeaway on how that related to us in our community. Speaking about the team, I know there's a team member who joined the series but wasn't able to be on our podcast interview today, um, but shared some thoughts uh, for you to, to share with the group. Do you want to tell us what he said? Sure. Um, so Eric Sanchez, one of our unit managers, and he is also one of the infection preventionists here. He wanted to share his thoughts, even though he couldn't be with us today. So he wrote, 
When COVID-19 hit the world in 2020, it caused millions to suffer from a very fatal virus that caused many deaths and brought emotional distress to everyone. I asked myself when it would end and how we would cope with this catastrophic event. Day by day, week by week, as we've seen the impact on medical and nursing aspects of our residents' care, our professional relationships, ideas and plans were organized. With the lead and assistance of the WHO, the CDC, CMS, and IDPH, we have gotten the assistance we needed as a nursing community, primarily caring for the geriatric population. And that's why we benefited so very much from this training. The concepts of this training from straight from the beginning were very timely and practicable in our nursing community. It helped us as individuals to be equipped with the knowledge we needed to fight and prevent the entrance of COVID into our facility. From screening, assessing, testing, uh, feedback on quarantining, isolating, treating, and admitting. We got feedback on when to safely discontinue isolation, transfer people to the appropriate cohort unit. We got guidance about vaccinations. Boy, this training helped me a lot. Based on my personal experience with this training, I was able to discern more clearly the strategies we needed to fight this debilitating virus. From the epidemiological standpoint, up to the end of the training, I was also able to understand what other nursing communities around this area are suffering from due to this pandemic. The impact of this for us here at Lutheran Home was tremendous. Um, and was your team able to share a case? Yes. What was that experience like? It was, it was interesting because we, we took the opportunity to collaborate with social services on it. It had um, to do with transfers, safe transfers between the facilities. And in presenting, you have to ask yourself questions about what your own challenges are. And that self-reflection really helps you to, to continue moving in the right direction. Those are all of the questions that I had, but is there anything I haven't asked that you wanted to talk about or anything about the training you wanted to share? I would, I mean, I know I talked about the fact that there was the emotional component, but it was really struck me as special that about a fourth of each session was spent on recognizing and regulating our own emotions and helping to guide each other to do so in order to be objective and effective. Um, and this really closely aligns with the just culture approach that we take here and that I take personally, and it resonated and it helped us to, to gain a better understanding of situations as they were so rapidly evolving because the emotions were so high. And that is just a part of this um, pandemic that, interestingly, I, I wouldn't have anticipated it would be something that would be at the forefront um, so heavily in everybody's experience. But it was um, very meaningful to, to see that part brought to the front and discussed as well, because that is not something we are always discussing in in our, in our roles. Um, sometimes we're more focused on technical things or clinical things or regulatory things. And, and those parts really help us meet the other needs. Um, so it's like having an extended team 
for the period of the series, which was really nice. Well, we love hearing that. Thank you for, for letting your team be part of our team for the past 16 sessions and um, for joining us to share about your experience and Luther and Holmes experience uh, with us today. And we hope we get to see you in phase two. Absolutely, we're excited. Thank you again to Luther and Home for being part of this series and for joining us today. We will be back later this week with parts four and five of the series, and we hope you'll tune in then.